This is a Sikho from the Kutasikhas, Khalik Tazayan, Parsha's Tisa, Sikho Gimel. And the topic of the Sikha is that in this week's Parsha, we learned the Pasuk of Vayechal Mesha Espnei Hashem Alekov, Vayemer Loma Hashem Yechra Apcho Ba'amecho, which Mesha Rabbeinu said after the Yidin did the Aver of the Eagle, and Hashem said that he wants to wipe out the Yidin. So we learned that Pasuk, and we learned the teaching of Rashi on that Pasuk, and there are four parts in the Sikha. The rebel number one, ask four questions on Rashi. Number two, present the key of what's bothering Rashi. That's going to be the key to understanding Rashi and answering all the questions. Number three, based on that, on the key, answer all four questions. And number four, present the initial Torah in Rashi. On the Pasuk, which comes right after Hashem said that he wanted to Shalom, wipe out all of the Yidin because of the Chet Eagle. So on the Pasuk, immediately afterwards, where it says, Vayechal Hashem that Meish Rabbeinu pled before Hashem. Vayemer and Meish Rabbeinu said, Lama Hashem yecher Hashem, why should your anger be kindled against your nation? So Rashi quotes the words, Lama Hashem v'gemer, and he explains, what was Meish Rabbeinu saying here? He was saying, Is a person just jealous of anyone? The only time a person is jealous is if it's a wise person of another wise person or a strong person of another strong person. But a wise person or a strong person won't be jealous of another person that's not wise or strong. And so to hear, there's nothing for Hashem to be jealous of because David Zara has nothing to it whatsoever. Simply, Rashi here is coming to explain, as brought in Mepharshim, that since Yidin transgressed such a terrible Avera, that of Aved Zara, Chet Eagle, so it's understood why there was Charein Af. And so the difficulty over here in the Pasuk is, why did Mesha ask Hashem, Loma Hashem Abcha? What type of claim is that? Why is Hashem angry? It's understood why Hashem is angry. The Yidin did the terrible Avera of Avedazara. And indeed, because of this difficulty, other Mepharshim explained that the meaning of Lama over here in our Pasuk is not why. Mesha Rabbeinu's claim was not why is Hashem angry, because it's understood why Hashem is angry. But rather, the meaning of Lama in our Pasuk is no, meaning that Mesha was requesting by Hashem that Al Yechra Abcha Bamecha. Mesha Rabbeinu was not asking why is Hashem angry, but rather he was pleading that Hashem should not be angry. However, Rashi, who explains Peshut Mikra, so he translates the word Lama literally, that it means why. So now we have a difficulty. What type of claim is this? Lama Hashem Yecher Abcha didn't just transgress the terrible Avera. Therefore, Rashi explains that the explanation of the claim, Lama Hashem Yecher Abcha, is because that Hashem has nothing to be jealous of because there's no substance to the Avedazar to be jealous of. However, we have to understand, Rashi explained earlier in Pasha Sisrei, on the first of the Aseris Adibris, that the reason Hashem said, in Lashen Yachid, in the singular, and not in Lashen Rabbim, in the plural, is in order, in the words of Rashi there, It was in order to give Meshra Beinu an opening to present the defense in the story of the eagle in our parasha. And Rashi over there continues and explains, This is the meaning in the words of Meshra, in the Meshra Beinu's claim, Hashem, why are you angry with the Yidin? What Meshra Beinu was saying is, You didn't command them not to have other gods, you only commanded it to me. Like you said, and if that's the case, so why does Rashi here look for a reason for Moshe asking, Rashi already told us the reason Moshe Rabbeinu said this. He said this because he was pointing out that and therefore also were only mitzvahs given to Moshe Rabbeinu and not to the whole of Klal Yisrael. So Hashem, why are you angry at the Yidin? If the mitzvahs were not given to them, these mitzvahs related to Avedazara. They were only given to me, said Maishu Rabbeinu. 
and we're going to support this question by negating a possible answer. We can't say that Rashi intends to explain our Pasuk according to both Purushim. There's two explanations for the claim of Meishra bin Ulam Hashem Yechra Abchaba Mecha, and Rashi wants to teach us both of them. And he doesn't bring the Purushim Parshas Yisri again over here, since he already taught it. We can't say that. So we can't say that there's two Purushim, and Rashi intends for us to know both of them on this Pasuk, and the only reason he doesn't repeat it is because we already learned it. Why can't we say that? Because it doesn't sit well to say that here in our Parsha, which is the source of the whole matter, that's where you actually have the words of Moshe Rabbeinu, Lo Masham Yechra Rashi won't mention that Purush at all, and instead rely on what he said as a side point and out of its place in Parshas Yisri. If we look at the Rashi in Parshas it's at the end of a very long Rashi, and Rashi mentions it as a side point, and he says, and what's the reason it's written in Yachid? And he goes on to say, it's lit in Pischen Peh. So it doesn't make sense to say that over here, where it's the main discussion, we actually have the claim of Meishu Rabbeinu, Rashi is not going to mention one of the Purushim that's just as important, and he's going to rely on what we learned earlier in Pasha Yisrael, where it's just said out of its place, not where the Pasuk of Lama Hashem Yechar Abcha is, and it's presented as a side matter. And this is especially since that Purushim in Pasha Yisrael is much stronger than the Purushim over here, since that Purushim over there completely negates the claim against the Yidden. There's no claim whatsoever. It's not just not to be jealous from Avedah Zarah, but it's to say that the command of Lo Yelechem was not given to the Yidden. And as a result of this question, we must say that both Purushim of Rashi explain two separate matters. And one of them belongs in Parsha Sisrei, and one of them belongs over here. And so the question is, what exactly are these two separate matters, and why does that Purush belong there, and this Purush belong here? Now we're going to move on to present another two questions, and we're going to begin with a lead-up into the two questions. So from the simple wording of Rashi, It's understood that the Miskana over here, when we talk about being jealous, is related to the Avedah Zarah itself. It's talking about Hashem being jealous of the Avedah Zarah. And such a claim to Hashem is the opposite of Kavid. More so, the claim Klum Miskana is actually a question that Agrippas, who was a guy, asked Rabbi Gamliel. And Rabbi Gamliel responded that the Miskana is not in the Avedah Zarah, but rather in the ones that are serving the Avedah Zarah. And this leads us into two questions. And this leads into two questions. The first question is, even if Rashi has a proof that the claim of Moshe was about Kulumiskana, about Hashem being jealous, but why does he say it was against the Avedah Zarah, like Agrippas, the Goy, and not like the Medrash? There's actually a Medrash on this Pasuk that explains the claim of Hashem also under this idea of Kulumiskana, but over there it explains it in such a way that it was against the Yidden, which is more covet to Hashem, and it's about the Yidden, which fits with the response of Raman Gamliel. The Medrash over there says... That Moshe Rabbeinu's claim was, Rebbeinu Eilam Osud Chosiyua, Va'ata Kayas Aleim, Ha'egel Azesh Osu Yemasayachachulu. That the Yidden just made the Egel in order to help Hashem, so they weren't going against Hashem. Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem responded, Moshe Afata Toya Kamaisam, Va'aleim Beimamish. Hashem responded to Moshe, You're making the same mistake as them. There's no substance to this of Edezara. So Amar Leis, so Moshe Rabbeinu said in response, Im Kain, If so, Lama Ata Kayas Al Banecha. Why are you angry with your sons? So the Medrash also speaks about it in the idea of Kulumiskana. However, it's much more in wording of Kavit. It's not Hepecha Kavit to Hashem. And number two, it refers to the anger against the Yidden, not like a group of Zagai who is pointing it out towards the Avedah Zarah, but rather towards the Yidden, like the response of Rabbi Gamliel. And the second question is, since we don't find a response to the claim of Kulumiskana, Elechacham Bechacham, Giber Begiber, so what's the great tumult? and the great severity of the Isser of Avedah Zarah, the Layilacha Lekimacherim and the Laysasa, not to make Avedah Zarah, since they don't have any existence and they don't have any substance. So what's so terrible about it?
And the final question is, why does Rashi say both Chacham B'Chacham and Giber B'Giber? What's the need for both of these? And we're going to support the question by negating a possible answer. And we can't say that it's based on the wording in the Pasuk. There's a Pasuk that speaks about Chacham B'Chachmasei and Giber B'Gvarasei. So Rashi takes it from there. And also it's based on the above story with Agrippas the guy, where over there he spoke about the jealousy of a Chacham B'Chacham and a Giber B'Giber. Why can't we say this? For two reasons. Number one, because in the Pasuk it also says Asher B'Ashrei. So we see it's not based on the Pasuk entirely. And number two, Rashi only speaks at length and repeats something if it's relevant for Pshut Mikra, and not because it fits with a Pasuk or a story. So obviously from the fact that Rashi brings both of these, they're both relevant to Pshut Mikra. And the question is, in what way are they relevant in Pshut Mikra? Now we're going to move on to presenting the key to answering all of these questions. And the key is understanding what's bothering Rashi. When we don't really understand what's bothering Rashi, when we have the wrong understanding of what's bothering Rashi in the Pasuk, so then we have all sorts of difficulties. Number one, we want to know why does Rashi say this answer, not the answer in Parshish Yisrael. Number two, when we look at the details of Rashi, we have all sorts of questions on the details. However, once we understand what's truly bothering Rashi, then we'll understand why he gives the answer that he gives here, and not the answer in Parshish Yisrael. And we'll understand why he says the details that he says, because it's this explanation and these details that answer that question that Rashi has. So the explanation of this is as follows. What compels Rashi to give his explanation of Klumiskana is not what we thought originally, that Rashi has a difficulty with the claim of Meishu Rabbeinu Lama Hashem Yechra Apcha. His difficulty is, what type of question is this? What type of claim is this? Lama Hashem Yechra Apcha. It's very clear why Hashem is angry, because he didn't have a zero. That's not the difficulty of Rashi. But rather, what compels Rashi to give his explanation of Klumiskana is because there's a difficulty with the words Lama Hashem V'gamer, or as in other texts, Lama Hashem Yechra Apcha, which Rashi quotes. It's those words that Rashi has a difficulty with. And the difficulty is as follows. After Hashem said to Meishu, that v'ata and now hanichali leave me be v'yichar api b'hem and let my anger be kindled against the yidden v'achalim and I will chasu shalom wipe them out. So then Moshe should have first of all addressed the v'achalim. He should have first addressed this that Hashem said that he's going to wipe out all the yidden. He should have said something to the effect of lama Hashem sichlos amecha. Hashem, why are you going to destroy your nation? And only afterwards he should have addressed Hashem's anger and said, Lama Hashem Yecher Apcha. But in actuality, we find the total opposite, the reverse. Moshe first said, Lama Hashem Yecher Apcha. He addressed Hashem's anger. And only afterwards he spoke against Hashem wiping out the Yidden. What Hashem wanted to do, Vayachalim, he asks, why are you going to do this, Lachalaisim, to wipe them out? And so that's the difficulty that's bothering Rashi. What's bothering Rashi here is Hashem just said that he wants to wipe out all the Yidden. And the first thing Moshe says is, why should Hashem be angry? Instead of first addressing Hashem wanting to wipe out all of the Yidden. So this is what's bothering Rashi. And what's the answer? Why indeed did Moshe Rabbeinu first address Hashem's anger and only afterwards the Va'achalim? So the explanation for this is as follows. Moshe didn't have any questions regarding the basic Chi of Misa for the Chet Egel. Why not? Because it already says earlier in the Torah that there are a number of Revairis for which one receives the punishment of death, Rahman al-Atzlan. And we don't find any complaint or difficulty with it. And the reason for this is understood very simply. For a more severe Avera, one receives a harsher punishment. And it could be all the way up to death, Rahman al-Atzlan. The difficulty here is regarding the manner of the punishment. The Va'achalim which has to be connected with a special reason. As we'll see, this type of punishment, Va'achalim, doesn't make sense. And so it has to have some special reason. What's the reason we have to say that the va'achalim, this type of punishment, has to be connected with a special reason? Because there's a rule in the Torah that the chiyuv and punishment of death can only be carried out when there's edus, which is after there was prior to that hasra. So first you have to have hasra, a warning, a person has to be warned about what they're doing. Then you have to have edus, witnesses and testimony. And then after that you have to have a proper investigation, hakir and jusha of bezdin. And even when the Torah says the Lashon of Mechashefa which simply means that we cannot allow the Mechashefa to live. 
But still, Rashi explains that this doesn't mean we should kill every mechashefa which we see. But rather, Rashi says, mechashefa loisachaya, ella rather, not kill everyone that you see, tumas bezbezdin. The mechashefa should be put to death in bezdin. Moreover, even by the first chet, the chet etzadas, where Hashem said explicitly in the warning to other Mershin, that loisachal mimenu, don't eat from this tree. Kibiyem achalchal mimenu, mois tamus, because the day that you eat from it, you will die. Nevertheless, we see that when other Mershin transgressed this avera, he wasn't punished with death and death right away, but rather only after he lived 930 years. Not so here by the Chet Egel. Hashem said, The punishment is death immediately after the Chet. Moreover, means all the Yidin, even those who didn't worship the Egel. As is understood from the next words, right after that Hashem said, as Rashi explains, this means that Hashem was proposing to Rachman wipe out all of the Yidin and build a whole new nation from Meishu Rabbeinu. Such a punishment cannot be just from the Avera alone, but rather because of a Yichar Api Bahem, as Hashem said. And that's why the punishment was so severe, more than what's deserved for the actual Avera alone. And that's why Meishu Rabbeinu addressed first the Lama Hashem Yechar Abcha, the fact that some of the Yidin deserve to be punished with Misa, Rachman al-Tzlan, understood. But that Hashem wants to do Vachalim to wipe out all of the Yidin, Rachman al-Tzlan, that's connected to Hashem's anger. So therefore, that's what Meishu Rabbeinu addressed. He addressed the V'yichar Api Bahem. He addressed the Lama Hashem Yechar Abcha. And now, based on this, that we understand what's bothering Rashi, that why does Moshe Rabbeinu start off with Lama Hashem Yechar Abcha not addressing the Lechaleisam? And now that we have the understanding of Rashi's explanation, now we're going to see how it answers all of our questions and how we see this in the teaching of Rashi. Based on this, we can now begin answering our questions, and we're going to begin by answering questions two and three. The second question was, why is the Miskana referring to the Vaidazar not the Yidin, which is not Kovedik, and it fits more with the question of Agrippas the guy, not with the Medrash. And number three was, what's the big tumult about Avedah Zara if we don't find the response to Moshe Rabbeinu's claim of Kulumiskana? So the answer is, this was Moshe's claim of Loma Hashem Yechar Abcha Kulumiskana Elochachem Bechachem Gibber Begibber. Moshe was saying it could be understood why one deserves a harsh punishment for the severe hate of Avedah Zara especially since worshipping Elikim HaKherim makes no sense logically whatsoever. There's also no emotional desire for it. So we're talking about a terrible Avera of Avedah Zara. And in addition, it doesn't make any sense and there's no desire for it. So why would a person do something so terrible? It's a tremendous rebellion against Hashem. As Rashi explains earlier, They have no power and no substance. It's just that people are making them into gods. Therefore, it's understood that for such a hate, one deserves a harsh punishment. So Moshe Rabbeinu over here wasn't questioning the punishment for Avedah Zara. So that answers question number three. There was never a question about why there's such a severe punishment for Avedah Zara. That's understood. However, since Hashem said, Va'achalim, number one, without a bezdin, number two, right away, and number three, all yidin, it proves that this is a punishment that they're being given, not just because and fitting with the chait of those who worship the eagle, but rather it's because of the charein af, related to the Avedah Zara itself. It's not connected to the yidin. It's connected to the Avedah Zara. If we look at the yidin, it shouldn't be without a bezdin. It shouldn't be right away, and it shouldn't be all the yidin. So obviously this is something connected to the Avedah Zara itself. And it's for this reason that Moshe claimed to Hashem, Lama Hashem Yechra Abcha, because of the Egel Azov. If, if there's something so severe and so harsh over here, because of the Avedah Zara itself, then Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, Lama Hashem Yechra Abcha. Why should Hashem be angry? There's no substance to the whole Avedah Zara to be angry and jealous of. The Egel has no substance that it should cause the Miskana, the Charein Af in the Avedah Zara, and that it should cause the punishment of Achalim on all Yidin and immediately. So that's why Moshe Rabbeinu's claim was about the Avedah Zara and not the Yidin, 
because what struck Moshe Rabbeinu over here was the Vachalim, and that had nothing to do with the Yidin, because mitzad the Yidin, it shouldn't be that type of punishment. And that also answers to us that Moshe was never challenging and questioning the punishment for Avodah Zarah. Moshe Rabbeinu understood that the punishment for Avodah Zarah should be Misa. Rather, he was challenging the Vachalim without a Bezdin, and right away, and of all the Yidin, now we're going to move on to answering question number one, which was that Rashi already answered the question of what is Moshe Rabbeinu asking over here. He answered it in Pashas Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu's question, Moshe Rabbeinu's claim is that the whole mitzvah and the Avera of Avedah Zarah was only told to him and not told of Klal Yisrael. So why does Rashi have to give a different explanation here? According to this, it's understood why Rashi doesn't bring the Pirush, which he says in Pasha Sisrei, that the meaning of Moshe Rabbeinu's claim over here is based on that Hashem said the mitzvah of Anechi in the singular, Lashon Yachid. It was lit in Pischen Pele It was in order to give an opening for Moshe to defend the Yidin. And this is what Moshe Rabbeinu said, Hashem, why are you angry with the Yidin? He never commanded them about this mitzvah. There in Pasha Sisrei, Rashi is explaining the emphasis of Moshe's claim based on the Pirush that's relevant there of the wording of the Tzivah. There Rashi is coming to explain to us why it says, Rashi is explaining the Pasuk there, he's not explaining our Pasuk. And so he's saying that there's a Pesach even for the people themselves who worship the Eagle, that they too aren't liable to any punishment whatsoever as a result of the Tzivah of because all is only told to Meshavinu. So that fits with Rashi's Pirush there, with the Pasuk there, that says the mitzvah of Anechi Hashem Alekecha in Lashon Yachid, the singular. However, learning Peshut HaShemikra here, in the relating of the story in our parsha, it's clear from what it says, Lom Hashem Yechre Apcha, that Mesh's claim isn't about the actual punishment itself for those who worship the eagle. That's not what Mesh was addressing. He wasn't addressing the Chi of Misa for doing Avodah but rather about the Yechre Apcha, relating to the Avodah itself, like we explained, that it's not about the Yidin and what they did, but it's rather the Yechre Apcha, relating to the Avodah itself, which brought about the L'chalaisam. This that Hashem said, that He would Rechman al and wipe out all of the and now we can move on to also answering question number four, which was how come Rashi says both Chacham B'Chacham and Giber B'Giber? According to this, it's also understood why Rashi says both Chacham B'Chacham and Giber B'Giber. In Hashem's words to Mesha of Lech Reit Kishichas Amcha, that's what Hashem told Mesha right at the very beginning, go down from the mountain because your nation has done a terrible thing. So Hashem said, what did the Yidin do? Saru They quickly went off from the path. Asher Tzivisim which I commanded them to stay on. Also, Lahem Egel Masecha, they made for themselves this Egel, they bowed down to it, and they brought Karbonus to it, and they said, and they said, this is your God, nation of Am Yisrael, that brought you up from Mitzrayim. Now, even though the Yidin did indeed say this, however, why does the Pasuk mention it? In what way is it relevant to the severity of the Chait of Asulahem Ego Masecha Veishtachvoloi Veizbuchuloi to add that they also said Ela Lekecha Yisrael Asher Lucho Meretz Mitzrayim? Why is it necessary for the Pasuk to say this and for Hashem to say this? And we find the same thing in Moshe's claim to Hashem of Lo Hashem Yechra Abcho Bamecha, where Moshe Rabbeinu concludes it says in the Pasuk. After Vayechal Moshe Spnei Hashem Alikov, Vayemer Lom Hashem Yechar Abcha Ba'amecha, he concludes, Asher Etzesa Me'eretz Mitzrayim B'Koyach Gadol Uviyot Chazaka. So the question is, what's the relevance and significance of mentioning this, that Hashem took the Yidin out of Mitzrayim? So from this itself we see, whatever the explanation is, but what do we see? That the Harain Af, the Miskana, the jealousy, had a connection also with this, that the Yidin said, Eila Lekecha Yisrael Asher Lucha Me'eretz Mitzrayim. 
and therefore Hashem mentioned it, and also therefore in the response of Moshe Rabbeinu, he emphasizes that it's the Hashem who took the Yudin out of Mitzrayim, and not Chazoshalom, the eagle. So from this itself, that Hashem is mentioning that the Yudin said that the eagle took them out of Mitzrayim, and that Moshe Rabbeinu responds that no, Hashem is the one that took the Yudin out of Mitzrayim, so we see that the Harin after the Meskan of the jealousy had a connection also with this that Didin said, That was part of Hashem's anger at the Yidin. And it was in response to this that Moshe claimed, Is there any reason to be jealous? And he has to respond to all the details that Hashem mentioned. And that's why it has both details of Chacham and Gibber. What's the explanation? So the explanation is as follows In order to take the Yidin out of Mitzrayim and lead them in the Midbar, they needed two things Chachma and Gvura. However, not Ashiris, as it's understood that all the miracles and wonders of Yitzhak Mitzrayim required great Chachma in regards to how to perform the miracles and the wonders, and also great Gvura in actually making it all happen, in implementing it. Furthermore, those who worship the eagle, it's not just that there's no connection over here to Ashiris because we're talking about going out of Mitzrayim, which requires Chachma and Gvura, but it's also a negation of Ashiris. Because those who worshipped the eagle didn't want help with Ashiris. Because as Rashi already informed us, they had a tremendous amount of Ashiris from Mitzrayim, and even more so from the spoils of Kriyas Yamsuf. And this is what Moshe Rabbeinu said, The Miskana and the eagle has no place, since The truth is that Hashem took them out of Mitzrayim, and not the eagle Chazoshalom. The Avedazar doesn't have any Chachma or Gvura. So how is it possible to be Miskana in the Avedazar? From Yenishal Torah and Rashi, Lechera, we have to still understand, even though regarding the Avodah Zarah, there's no room to be miskana, since like Rashi says, Klum miskana elechacham b'chacham giber b'giber, and also like we said, there's no place for such a severe punishment when we just look at the Avera. However, there is room, chas v'shalom, to be miskana regarding those who worship the eagle and said, Eila lekechi Yisrael, asher aluchah meretz Mitzrayim. There's a kale kana towards those who worship the eagle, since they thought that the eagle is a chacham and giber. So it seems like there is the idea of miskana towards the Yidin. So the explanation of this is, a Yid can never make a mistake about Avodah Zarah. A Yid knows that it's just wood or stone, and therefore a Yid doesn't attribute any importance to Avodah Zarah. This is true even when a Yid transgresses the Chet. Since, like we learn in Tanya, the Gam A Yid is always connected and always believes in Hashem, even when Rechaman is not doing such an Avera. Like the saying of the Alter Rebbe, As a Yid, Niter Vil, or Niter Ken, Zayn Abgerissen von Nalakos. The reason the one who worshipped the Vedazara said, Eila Lekachi Yisrael, is only because Nichnas Bay Ruachstus. And the Ruachstus is something separate from the Yid. Like it says, Nichnas Bay, it entered into the Yid. And this is the claim of Meisha of Lama Hashem Yechor Abcha Also, considering the Yidin, there shouldn't be any room for Miskana. Since Mitzad Mohusam, when you look at the essence of the Yid, it's completely negated to Chasosholm consider Avedazara to be a Chacham or Giber. And therefore, Klum Miskana El Chacham Bechacham Giber Begiber. And this succeeded in effecting and accomplishing the Vayenochim Hashem, that Hashem 